0: membership or not to membership? That is the question on this week's episode. We deep dive into a situation that Drew has with his memberships, and uh, I think it'll help stoke the fires for everybody and uh, figure out your own membership ideas. So it's a great episode. I'm excited about it. I want to give a few shout outs first. First of all, Float Helm. I've been saying for quite some time that we're switching over to Float Helm. We've actually been using it for a very long time, uh, but we haven't fully been using all of its capabilities, which means uh, the ability to book our clients through Flowhelm. We've been using another software that I am very happy to be leaving, and uh, Flowhelm takes care of everything that we need now. Well, as we've been doing the conversion, we need to verify information and go kind of back and forth between these two systems. Oh my gosh, the metrics the information that helm shows is so much easier to understand than in our previous software it's so much easier to see it's easier to get graphs and it's consistent throughout and this former software that i've been using hate to throw it well no, i don't really hate to throw it under the bus that much um it changes the amount of money that you make changes depending on what um um field you're looking at you might be looking at you just want one tiny metric that tiny financial metric will be different between two different reports and i don't know why that is and they can't tell me why that is so it's very frustrating that has not been an issue in flow helm it is remarkable i'm gonna try and get sandra on for next week's advertisement for this because um there's no way we're gonna fit it into 30 seconds but she is over the moon she's the one going through all the conversion stuff from flow helm uh, excuse me, to Float Helm. So uh, okay, okay, on. Go to com and schedule an interview. It's fantastic. Also, the Float Conference. Oh my gosh, the Float Conference is uh, a week away, like a week and, and some change. <laughs> Book your flight, fill up your car. It's time to go to the Float Conference. It's amazing every single year. I'm so excited it's in Denver this year. I can't wait to see all my floaty friends. I can't wait to make new float friends. And I can't wait to wait to see everybody from Liber and all the new um, uh presenters that we have this year it's, it's a really exciting year I'm, there's a lot going on in the float industry that i can't wait to catch up on and i can't wait to catch up on having a drink with you so floatconference.com go there buy your ticket and i'll see you there uh beyond that uh float away always is a sponsor on our show we appreciate it so much float away is just fantastic! They've got incredible technology in their float tanks. Whether it's the tranquility float cabins, float arounds. If you want to float single people, couples, the technology in these float tanks is quite advanced. Um, really, just refined every single generation. They're not just going, okay, we're done, and replicating the same tank over and over again. They're constantly refining. They have incredible customer service, and they're on. You know, they're across the pond for those of us in the U.S. Uh, or north america but uh, they have a u.s location now so we can get assistance we can get parts shipped faster we can get assistance with our float tanks quicker when i have issues with my float tank as we have issues with all of our float tanks Uh, this one gets really quick response and i appreciate that so 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 very much floataway.com check out their float tanks all right let's start the show Welcome back to Art of the Float, where float centers thrive. I'm Dylan, I own The Float Shop in Portland, Oregon, and we have one public-facing membership. And we've got a few secret menu memberships, but the only real one that we push is our secret massage menu membership. So we don't publicly put it out there for what everybody knows is we have one membership. Hi, I'm Gloria
1: from Float 60, and we have four different types of memberships. A Float Health Club membership, a Sauna Health Club membership, a
2: cryo Health Club membership, and your an options. And this is Drew from New Hampshire Float, and we offer one type of membership, and that's it. And you have two float tanks, yeah? Currently only have two, yeah. so we're a small, small spot. But I like the idea of a secret float membership menu. That sounds cool. Okay. <laughs> Anything secret sounds cool. Yeah, yeah. right?
0: You got to pull that book on the bookshelf, opens up the secret float yeah. lobby. Yeah. This this is our secret float tank, secret membership. Uh, let's see here. So we're talking about memberships. To membership or not to membership? That is the question that Drew brought up. And uh, I have a lot of feels about membership. We've been open for eight years at the at the float shop, and we've been through a lot. A lot of different styles of trying to sell floats. And I'm really happy with where we're at currently. So I'm curious, Drew, um, why are you thinking about taking away your membership? So I've been doing a... Go ahead. And and maybe before we... Sorry to cut cut off my question. Can you describe your membership and what it does for your clients? Yes. So to start with the membership,
2: I'll start with the single float is $69 for a 60-minute session. Then um, the membership is $49 one float a month, three-month minimum. Any other float is $49. So the members can get $20 off every time they float. Um, free float on the birthday, 10% off retail. And kind of unofficially, those are the people I go to if there's last-minute cancellations or, or wait list mm-hmm. or something like that. Um, but also part of what comes with the membership, I think are sometimes expectations. And even if I feel like we did a good job of not setting certain expectations, there are expectations that come as soon as you say the word membership. Hmm. And the members also cause me the most amount of stress and they take up the most amount of my time. And I would say that, and not all of them, but that, you know, vocal minority, if you will, um, that, you know, Comes in late, stays a little extra time when they're supposed to get out. Stays in a little longer in the shower. Um, those type of things that I think come with that. Well, I'm a member. Well, I'm a member. So, you know, like that um, extra entitlement special entitlement. Yeah, and and I I'm not. I appreciate the members. The majority of them are awesome. Yeah. I love having them, and I've gotten I'd say to become kind of friendly with some of them. Um, but there are certain ones that definitely stress me out and I've almost tried to kind of, uh, fire a couple of the members and they just won't go away and they (laughs) love coming back and, um, but they take up a lot of my time, a lot of my resources. And I currently only, I have two float rooms working on a third, but for the two, um, members take up over 50% of the floats that I offer in a month. So that's twenty dollars off fifty percent of my available float spots, mm-hmm. and through most of the months, I have a wait list. You know, so there's people who call every day and hey, do you have any availability? Any availability? No, uh, it's three weeks out. Okay, well, mm-hmm. all right, I'll call you later, and then I don't hear from them again. When maybe if the members, because this is something else that I run into, is I have a bunch of members who want to book out a certain time for as far. I had someone trying to book out the rest of the year the other day and it's a Friday at six o'clock. And then that means there's one spot taken for a Friday at six o'clock. So if somebody wants to go with a double at six o'clock on a Friday for the entire rest of the year, they wouldn't have been able to do that. And I actually told her no, because we were looking at changing things because from her standpoint, she just wants to always have that, um, you know, that spot is hers. And then if she can't make it, she'll call the day before and she'll cancel. Uh, But what if people were looking on a Monday and trying to book for Friday and then she cancels it on a Thursday and, you know, I lose out on two new people coming in. Mm -hmm. And it's obviously hard to track that and that's kind of what ifs that I've been playing with. But I've been running through that in my mind and I see that more and more that I have more and more members who like their spot. They're taking up one spot on a specific time for as far out as they'll book. And I'm thinking, well, what if I didn't allow that? And what if we didn't have the membership would be able to get, you know, 20 more dollars per person last month. It was over, it was over $2,000 of, of, you know, membership discount, if you will, Mm -hmm. that we lost out on. And even if not all of that 50% would be membership price, like let's say only 25% of that were members and the other 25% went to full paying customers, I'd still make more money. I'd make about $1,000 more. So um, I haven't done it. And I hear a lot, in, especially in the float community, about how important the memberships are. And I've really, and maybe you guys can help me with this, if you're going to sell, I think I do see where it's important for going to sell. I do see where it's important so that you know you have this set income. Um, but otherwise... I mean, if you're, in my mind, I only have two tanks, it's not hard to book out. So if I'm booking out, I'm having to set income anyway. I'm booked out 10 days. So why not try it without a membership and see if I can increase my average cost per float that that's being paid?
0: Yeah. Uh, But you think I'm crazy. Uh,
2: I wouldn't
1: say you're crazy. I think you've got a real opportunity to increase your, your capacity. I mean, that's my first reaction when I hear you talking about this. I mean, you have a great problem on your hands, Drew.
0: Yes.
1: So yes. I know you've got that extra room. What is your timeline to bring in that Dude, extra room to that room?
0: That's exactly what right. That's the business person right. speaking to you.
2: Yeah. I'm I'm hoping within the next four weeks. I'm it's relying on someone else, so it's been a it's been a bit of a struggle. But yeah, it's soon. It's very soon. This summer.
1: So Not that you're looking for advice, but I think I heard you ask for it. I mean, to me, you've got, again, a great problem where you've got people who love you. They keep coming back. They're loyal. They want to keep floating. Um, That is money in the bank for you, right? You are giving up a little bit of opportunity, right, by having the two tanks versus three because you are alienating that second person from coming with that empty tank. Uh, But I think if you're that close, I wouldn't touch a thing. Or I would think about increasing my prices. I mean, you've got a a situation where your normal, your highest price is $69, correct? Yeah. Correct. So from a pricing strategy, I mean, you could raise your first-time float price or raise your regular float price to $79 if you have this true Situation where you've got your float tanks full all the time, you know, bump it to 75 and then get $60 a float versus $49 a float from a member. And all these people could be grandfathered in, but your new people pay $60 a month. I mean, that's what our membership is, and we're in Chicago. So it's not, it's not great. That's not a crazy number at all.
2: Right. and And it is, I think, a little bit more in New Hampshire. But I was going to grandfather the old people in. I was just going to take the membership off the board mm-hmm. so that new people couldn't get in on it. Um, but you're right. Uh, the third tank is big. And, it's huge. Um, the members who do come, they are loyal. Um, and I, I, for them, I would let them stay on yeah. as as is, as long as they wanted to keep that. But what would it be like? for going forward, if it was just them and we weren't adding more.
1: Where's your closest competitor?
2: Like an hour away. Anybody north-south. coming?
0: Not that I know of. We're, we're Yes. <laughs> just because people can't see me, I am just nodding my head up and down. <laughs> I see They're you. Whole-
2: yeah. yeah, I'm in a good situation over here. I yes. have, there's no one really close to us. Um, I We give a really good experience and people who have gone to the places that are further away, if they've come to us first, then they say, oh, I like this better, I like that better because of that first impression. So there really isn't any competitor that I would be concerned about as far as that goes, where they say, oh, well... And I've even I've even told people who can't get into my facility to go to these other places and say, well, try them out. You know, yeah. maybe, maybe they have space. Yeah,
1: again, all signs point to... You having a little bit of tolerance in your price to raise prices for new people coming in, honestly. I mean,
2: oh, so that was the other thing, Gloria. I we just raised the prices from um, it was $65 and then last November I raised it to $69. Okay, the original membership that we had when we first opened. Gave everybody who was a member the second float for $39. Mm-hmm. So for the first year, we did that. And then I took that off the board Okay. in November. So you
1: did have a little increase then.
2: Yeah. And we Hard didn't to raise... do that
1: again then.
2: Right. So I didn't necessarily want to raise the single price. But I definitely at least wanted to raise the price of the membership. But then I thought, well, if I'm going to raise the price of the membership from $49 to $55 and... I have a lot of couples who are on that membership. Why not just offer a two-float package for $55, take away the membership, and they're still getting a better deal than paying two single floats?
1: Wait, so you would charge
2: $55 for two floats? No, or like 50 per five float. 55 each. $55 okay. each. So gotcha. um, that, members can bring in a guest at the same price they pay. Gotcha. So I have a lot
0: of couples. Mm-hmm. If I can just step in here. <laughs> yeah. <I don't, laughs> I'm, just, I'm just sorry. you? I don't think I'm going to add anything new, but I think the, the the issues are clear here. Like you, you don't have enough supply. The demand is extremely high. And so there are things you can do like to a degree on paper, looking at your problem with, if all we're looking at is membership price versus packages, I would agree with you. If you're booked out 10 days always. Yeah, you're right. Get rid of your membership just be like that is a rare problem in this industry right like most float centers are not going to be completely booked up 10 days out so god bless you you're great your marketing your charisma all that stuff rocks you do good work like definitely pat yourself on the back for that like you're you are winning hashtag winning great but that's only at a microscope looking at this. Gloria hit it right on the head, right out of the gate. Step back and look at why is this happening? Why is this thing that everybody is going, you know, membership is so important. How how come it's so, well, you have the demand, but you don't have the supply. Like you are, you are booked out. I, you should be thinking about the fourth float tank. I mean, You probably already are, but if that guy, it's it's just when he's available. Do you? Ha- I believe you have space for a fourth float tank. Is that is that right?
2: No, sh- a third. Yeah. Okay, a third. Yeah,
0: okay. I, we'll be maxed out at three. Okay, well then, so a month out, that's where. Okay, so then you got to be st- thinking about your second float center. Then that's that's where your attention needs to be. Like literally, unless you're just done here. But it, it looks like the numbers. If you're thinking about these numbers and want to be more aggressive with them. My only assumption is that you're not done with this. Or you, once you are done with that third, you're going to be pretty hungry, pretty quickly, to expand out to another float centers. Is, is or not?
1: Guess. I mean, some people don't think Absolutely. this way, right?
0: But but the right. way the the questions that are already coming up with him of wanting to get more revenue from what's coming in, I don't think Drew is going to be done. That's that's how I see him.
2: No, and I have I. Currently in Massachusetts, it's the only state in the nation that won't allow float centers at the moment, and I somewhat have an opportunity should it ever become available. Um, It's kind of on the back burner, but plans were made and some steps were taken, and then we found out that Massachusetts has a hiatus on float centers. You can buy all the weed you want, but you can't open a float center. So we kind of put it to the back burner, but yeah, I I do feel um, like that's a potential
0: option for sure especially if i can get other people's money to help start it right yeah that's the dream yeah and then and then i would i just want to echo again what gloria said of that then it's your pricing if there's that much demand you don't have the supply then the price has to go up and you've already done an incremental like i do agree that that complicates things a bit but i think the bottom line is is that the price has to go up but then going back to if it really is just a month out then I want to have a wait and see at. Personally, I would want to have a wait and see attitude. What does our schedule look like now that that's open? Not messing with the membership just yet. I totally eating, agree. eating the discounts okay. in the meantime and see what happens. And then we go. Okay, do we still have the ten day lead? Are we that baller, or are we starting to see some gaps because the demand and the supply are equalizing? That's the question you need the answer to before you start tweaking either your memberships, like taking them away completely or raising low rain prices like one month sit on it okay okay uh, so let's let's do a little
2: um experiment with my place then because I'll, i i am curious i don't know how it would be with the third one obviously um yeah and we are coming into summer so things tend to slow down anyway mm-hmm. um but i yeah i would be curious okay so you're saying don't even raise the membership. Don't take it off the board. Just leave it as is and see what happens when that third room opens up. Go forward.
1: Yeah. Because, you know, I mean, I don't know how it is with you, but for my team, unless we're focused on the message for membership, we're not selling memberships. We're focused on packaging for that month or gift card promotions because of a holiday. we're, We're selling what we're focused on. So if you just left it out there and nobody talked about it, you didn't take it off, you didn't take it away, and you just let it organically come up in conversation and you kind of,
2: hmm.
1: you know, even alluded to that it might be going away. I guarantee you would get people who were hmm. going to go for it. So I wouldn't right. cut that off until you open that that next room. I wouldn't make any decisions. like Okay. That's sad. a good
2: idea. But I, one of the things I also thought was that I, it was a good fallback because I could take it away and then... Six months from now, right around Christmas time, when things are popping, I could say, hey, we're opening this up and create the 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 FOMO, that fear of missing out, and open it up for, say, a month of memberships, allow people to get in. And then it kind of made me think, well, what if you only allowed, you know, kind of had a wait list for your membership and only allowed people to mm-hmm. get in on it once every six months or once a year? What would, what kind of uh, FOMO would that create? What kind of, I don't know. There's a lot that I think can be
0: experimented with in this industry that hasn't been tried, you know? I think that's a cool concept. I think that's interesting. I I do think that again, it's the four weeks thing. That's just right around the corner. If it was even, if it was six months, I would say, yeah, it would be different. Play with it a little bit. But at this point, you just got to sit on it and you're hedging your bets a little bit. Like you could go, you know, I could get an extra grand out of this. I, you know, I could potentially, but then what if you don't have that 10 day lead time out? What if it, what if it, the clientele is different, you know, if with three float tanks, you're hedging your bets and you you might not make as much money, yes. Although technically you're going to be making more money anyway because you have a third float tank open. But, you know, you're trying to get as much bang for your buck. And I get that. But I think in this one you want to play it a little bit safer instead of a high-risk investment.
1: Here's one other crazy idea. I don't yes. know if there is, you know, a capital need for you to get this other room and pay this contractor and get the float tank. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a big expense, right? So maybe you could sell annual memberships only for the next month. Don't take them away, but make them pay upfront for 12 months so that you're getting a chunk of money that goes towards mm. you know, the need that you have for this expense. Right? Just just an idea. Yeah, we offer yeah. this and you get this, 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 and this, but you have to pay upfront and that will kind of weed a lot of people out, right?
0: Right. But if they and really
1: then, want it,
0: you have a, you have that chunk of money. Do you then need to say no more memberships for sale for six months? We're just going to do one month of, you know, this month sign up for an annual. I mean, because where's the FOMO then if it's just, or, or he's even discounting it more and like his regular members. I are wouldn't going to discount to do it anymore. Right. So then if they don't sign up for it, then next month he brings membership back online. And then it's like, I mean, oh, that, I just,
1: that's total. yeah, it, I don't think you have to really make that decision. I think you can do whatever you want. Totally. See yes. how it goes and you know, go from there.
2: Well, so my just to throw this in there, my third room all the supplies are paid for. So everything nice. is there and I don't have to pay the guy he until it's done. So oh, nice. I don't I don't actually need although I do have about eighteen thousand dollars sitting in that room not doing anything for me. Yeah. That's yeah. not in my bank account. God, we gotta get that so, room open, dude. Uh, it's, it's making me itch. Yeah. 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 Me too. It's one of it's been a huge
1: thorn in my side. Yeah, you gotta get that open. That's just yeah I mean you have just got it left on
2: the table. <laughs> so then maybe when that third room yeah, pain I love your brain. Yeah. You. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. been a long yes. I, when I did the math, if I had one extra f- float for every float that we had, it was yeah. o- over sixty five hundred dollars last month. That yeah, I, right. did, I did not get. Yes. Right. And then when I do the math of the month before and the month before, uh, then I start uh, getting really upset with the guy who's helping me. build yeah, This room exactly. And I have to stop because I've become friends with them, and there's been a lot of personal stuff, right? Well, but he needs
1: to understand that this is a math exercise. This is not personal. Right. And just, you know, put it out there that every month this doesn't get done, you're un- unfortunately missing out on
2: X. Right. So, yeah. So we had that difficult conversation last week. I actually offered to hire another guy to do the do the work and he could just oversee him. And he said, Tell him no, you've got no, a friend I'll, in okay, Chicago so.
0: that wants to speak to him. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> You'll get him right in line. <laughs> yeah.
0: Hey, We're close, any, though. We're close. Cash incentives to get him motivated. Would that motivate him?
2: no I I offered him $2,000 by last Christmas to get it done and stuff just happened yeah there was stuff and and, you know just personal issues with some pretty tragic he's had a tough run of it so okay and and really the design is kind of in his head right yeah it was it was tough but it's right now it's just a matter of gluing FRP and cutting the FRP
0: and while letting open. it dry <laughs>
2: yeah right exactly while we're open and it's very difficult it's humid the stuff isn't drying properly um when we looked into it a little more and read some fine print and this is actually a hot tip a lot of that um the like liquid nails those types of things yeah it actually says on there that if it doesn't work and it may not work they actually say it may not work and if it doesn't you have to cut out a piece of what did not work send it to a lab to get tested and then they'll figure out if they'll reimburse you for a tube of their glue but they make like no promises about their stuff working it was when you read read the five print it was we were pretty shocked at huh. the lack of um accountability they take for the stuff it's a new so, to me. it's been taken the humidity in the rooms has been a struggle to get the stuff to dry and um it's been a learning curve but we're getting there and once that room is open, I, I guess that will open up opportunity for more two-packs to come in because that's definitely a thing we right. struggle with yeah. when two people want to book. That's right. Which is like classic. Four or five weeks out. That's right. And,
0: wow.
2: And we're taking the payment, so we're saying pay $138 now, and you won't do this until five or six weeks from now. Yeah, you need that
1: third room. I don't know if we've expressed that enough.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Have we mentioned <laughs> it?
0: You're like that hot restaurant that doesn't even need a sign in front of it. You know, yeah. so you get to order once, you eat, and you're out. You are hot right now. Drew. Yeah. salute en- to you, enjoy man. Enjoy it. Seriously, you guys, wanna,
2: you guys are gonna kill me for this, but want to know what my advertising budget has been for 2019?
0: Zero. Yeah. Zero. Dollars. Zero. I love that. Okay, yeah, I'm Goodbye. Yeah, but again, it's a,
2: it's the circumstance. Where I'm in a good spot. No competitors. We're doing. I think. I mean, I'm always there. People definitely recognize me as the yeah. flow guy. Yeah. They they see what I'm putting into it. I had an awesome thank you email from Mother's Day with the mother daughter. Just like we, I really put a lot into it. You know, I definitely care about it. But.
0: Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You are the marketing. I totally get that they call you the 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 float guy i had this experience walking down 23rd like a year after opening i think it's at the godfather some some big guy is walking down the streets and they're like hey and they toss him a free bagel and he's Uh like, hey they toss him some bread i was walking down the street and two people were like hey float guy (laughs) hey float guy i was feeling pretty good about myself never been recognized since then but it was a good (laughs) it was a good moment and uh I say props to you. And I think things will change over time as the, the market matures, you'll probably need to start paying for marketing and Mm. similar to the float shop. We were amazed at how much people were paying in other, you know, just other float centers around the country while we were paying nothing for, for years. Um, and, uh, the, the climate has changed where we need to make sure we're paying to get to people's eyeballs. So it, it could be in your future. Um, oof, boy. Uh,
2: Enjoy the yeah, ride. I and so enjoy then the that's ride. where it comes in when I'm debating taking a, a day off here or there. I almost don't want to. I'm trying to soak up as many of these floats as I can. Yep. And then there's, there's the burnout factor, and I still have to take care of myself. And I'm super humble that it's going the way it's gone. And hmm. so it is a struggle when I think, oh, all these people who are on the membership who float often and they enjoy it and they're coming back. I could be making more money off of them. It's like a struggle because of the financial side. Mm -hmm. But I'm going through, I just had to replace the HVAC. I Mm. had a business partner I split with. So the money, I'm looking at it a little different now. Mm. And where can I increase my revenue? Well, membership, that's a quick
0: one. Right. And and I I agree. If you're looking at it uh, in a microscope, I think you are correct that taking the membership away currently would be the right choice. I just don't think it's the right choice right now. Uh, backing up a little bit. And, and speaking of backing up a little bit, um, I, I don't think most of our listeners are in Drew's position. So I do just want to talk about why, um, Gloria and I are so into membership. Like why, why is that a big deal that you're discounting somebody? Why not be selling packages? Um, and, and I'm not going to argue against selling somebody a package. If somebody requests it, um, or, you know, they're only in town for a couple of weeks, something like that. I'm more than happy to sell a package of floats and, and not get them on a membership. I'm I'm not a, a zealot about membership. With that being said, like like Drew said earlier, you know how much money is coming in monthly is really big. Uh, and the fact that that money is then going to show up next month is really big and 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 then on and then on. Um, and it and it stacks on top of itself as you start building up your clientele. And if you bring on um, strong members, as opposed to trying to hook everybody in who comes into membership, these are people who do retain for a very long time. I am really impressed by our membership retainment. These people who stay on, including through summertime as members and continue to float, which... Um, this is just an yeah, Gloria is nodding her head up and down this time. Uh, little asterisks of, um, it does encourage people to come in and float. I don't just want to, I'm not an LA fitness, so sorry, little LA fitness uh, bashing you, but um, they don't care if somebody shows up to their gym or not. They just want to take that money. I want people to be floating. I want it to feel good uh, in both ways, me taking their money and and them using our facilities and these people are floating during the summer. They're making sure that they get their money, their money's worth. They're experiencing the benefits, and they're recognizing it. I really like that aspect of it because if I buy a five pack, you know, see you in a couple months, I, I don't know. Like, there's no draw. There's that that FOMO we talked about. Love that word, FOMO. Uh, it, it's not there. Just like we finally, after years, I hate to even admit it, we didn't have expiration dates on our on our uh, gift cards, and. I still see them pop into the shop, but like people weren't coming in. As soon as we put an expiry, (laughs) expiry date on them, people would show up and, you know, oftentimes very close to the last minute. I don't care where there's still an opportunity for them to love their float connect through get them on on more floats and then eventually to a membership so it's like it's it's all good when they show up but there are these little psychological things that draw people in and the membership is is a great one for that but i sorry to, I it's a little little digression i just mean to say overall like you said it's the financials as in our situation not yours Drew. <laughs> in my situation i love knowing that money is coming in and it makes the big ups and downs throughout the year really level out to a place where we can make financial choices with more um, confidence. Okay, Gloria.
1: I'll <laughs> chime in on that. Of course, that's a big one, but I'm so glad you brought up the, the cadence that you get the float, you know, the people to float on. I believe that our business really starts to catch on when people float frequently once a month and i feel like the membership is the only thing that gets them in that behavior and those people those members are evangelists for us right so with our membership and we have a couple of different ones but for members if you refer somebody uh three times you'll get like a a credit to use on whatever you want and that really turns your members into marketers so for me that's a huge. Piece of the membership. So, we're always trying to do special things for members to get them to evangelize. And then, when we do have holes in our schedule, we will be very selective and we don't do this all the time. We've only done it a few times actually. We'll let members bring somebody at no cost and then give that person a special incentive for membership. So, to me, it's like this engine that you build, right? Oh, right. Take it to the layer. next level.
0: It's it's, nice. it's
1: like having a team of marketers that you don't have to pay; hmm.
0: they right. pay you, right? Uh, and again, from Drew's perspective, terrible idea. Right? <laughs> we, like, we don't, well, don't want a marketing and...
1: to your float center yet,
0: but 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 I think for everybody else out there who doesn't experience this terrible issue that Drew has, that's great. I'm taking notes uh, from you, Gloria. That's great. Well,
2: that's I have good. a question for you. Also, yeah. do you have people that that sign up for the membership just to get the the deal and then maybe don't end up floating or do you cut it off after a certain amount of floats without a visit do you just let it go until they call and say hey i forgot cancel how does that work
1: so we didn't start pushing memberships until the second year we were open the first year um so 2016 we did not push memberships at all so i i'd say we've only had this membership strategy really for two years we just went through and changed our membership so we've literally gone through the list and looked at who hasn't been floating how many times and what they had left and we have contacted those people not all of them but we've got a good list going um we will let them give them away right we actually oh, wow. cool. in our membership pitch will say they roll over, right? So if you don't use them every month, they roll over. You can give them away at the end of the year. A lot of our people will kind of bank them up and give them away as gift cards to their team, you know, their employees oh, at the end of the year. So that's huh. just kind of something that we're very liberal with, right? We've had very few people abuse the offer to just take advantage of it and then turn around and quit right? There's other ways to get to that without having to become a member, like having a package. Um, So we really don't have a natural way for that to make sense. Um, but yeah, we we will cancel for any reason. People are always kind of surprised because they think we're going to give them a hard time. Um, we don't take credits away when they quit. We'll let them use them. So mm-hmm. We kind of take pride in the fact that we are very liberal. So I don't know if that answers your question.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, yes, it does. Thank you. Um, so ours is also just to get another perspective on it. is is very similar, very liberal. Um, we and and now listening to Gloria, I feel like we have to stop this practice. But in Mind Body, it automatically uh, expires after two months, and we just go in and refresh it uh, because it's just like what we've what our membership was set up at. I don't know whatever reason we decided after two months it's going to disappear, but. We always tell our customers like, if you paid for it, it's yours. Like, no matter how long ago it was. So we always refresh them. So maybe we should just take that off. And I think it's to encourage people to be coming in. Like, don't yeah. wait, don't wait, come on in. Um, but it's interesting idea to just remove that altogether.
1: Yeah, we try. We actually will say there's no prescription, right, as to how often you should float. Most mm-hmm. people benefit from floating once a month, sometimes more. But I think people also like the fact that we don't impose this, you know, this prescription on them that says, oh, you must float every four weeks. Right. I always joke around and say, well, you should float when you're not sleeping well or you're feeling aches and pains and you're stressed out and feel like you want to kill people. You should float. Right. Like, those are kind of the indicators.
0: Um, so I have. I have ultra, ultra marathon runners and we'll like see them after some, some, some people train differently. You'll see them a lot before or sometimes a lot after their race. How, and I have a hard time being like this membership works for you, but if they just didn't expire, stack them, we're getting that recurring payment. And then when they're done training, float, 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 recover, 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 recover so you can keep in your body's ass and and go run another race. Interesting, Gloria. Now, I, I want to... Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, I, I kind of got the concept from a wine club that I belong to. So I very
1: rarely drink. Sweet. The last podcast we had was an exception where I had the big glass. <laughs> but um, I pay a monthly fee to belong to this winery. You get two bottles of wine a month. Mm-hmm. So I bank these bottles all year and then at Christmas time, I pick up like 60 bottles of wine because you get oh, like wow. bonus bottles too. Nice. And I give them away to our guests and to my team. Huh. So I don't have to personally drink them. So I kind of like use that same theory
2: yeah. that
1: it's like, it costs me more to have to come up with an idea at Christmas and a budget. Right. Well, I'm just right. kind of paying all year and yes. I don't even feel the pain. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of That's using that concept with our memberships too, but also, giving people an incentive by saying, hey, sometimes we'll just surprise you and say, bring a friend, right? We try Mm -hmm. everything we can to take care of our members and they will also get the best pricing we have. Mm -hmm. So if we have a promotion, they'll get actually a bonus off that promotion. Mm -hmm. So we, we really just try to take care of them in every single way. That's
0: great. Wow. Um, and just like you said, gifting the wine, you also mentioned you can gift the floats. Yes. That's really, like, I'm having a tough time wrapping my head around that. Like, yeah. wait, why do we not allow them to? What's What's the risk? Uh, am I compromising ourselves in any way if they can just gift these out? Um,
1: Maybe, you know, but it's not something we, we list on our benefits. Uh-huh. It's kind of like that when the question comes up, well, what happens if we don't use them? Well, give them away,
0: right? Right. And you're talking about the one, so the way that our membership works is you're paying for one float a month, and then for us, you can buy extras at a discount. So is that how it works for you? And so it's just the one that banks that they can then gift?
1: Yeah, so we have a little bit of a challenge because we have three locations offering a little bit of a variation on the other modality. So we have one location Mm -hmm. that has cryo, we have one location that has sauna and the zero body and soon to have cryo. Then we have one location that's just floating. So we have what's called the health club membership. It's always $60 a month, but it depends on what you favor, right? We have people who will only like to come in sauna. So there's sauna health club memberships. They mm-hmm. pay $60, but they get two saunas a month. Floaters mm-hmm. have belong to the float health club membership. They pay $60 a month, but they get one float, right? And then cryo, Two flip, two cryos a month, and then everything else they get at half price to regular price. Nice, nice. so it kind of incents people to use the other modalities, but mm-hmm. gives them the value for the thing that they tend to come to Float Sixty Four, whether it's cryo sauna or
0: floating. Nice, uh, another little asterisky thing, a little little carrot. Um, all your other modalities aren't don't require a person like a massage therapist. Cause when Correct. you said 50% off, I was like, Oh, yeah. I see how she can yeah. do that. Got it. And again, oh, it smart. goes
1: to my pricing strategies a lot different though. Cause we have, you know, I've talked about this before, but we have like a rack rate price, which is $90 a float. Right. And that's mm-hmm. designed really for no, nobody to ever have to pay mm-hmm. unless they come once and never come back. Right? right. Or, or a second time and never come back. Cause we have the first time float price too. So we have we have that strategy where we have the higher price, so our discounted price is the membership. We try to get everybody in that that you know sixty dollar range.
2: Can I ask a question? Um, you both yeah. brought up about being liberal with the policies. When does it pay to not be liberal? I feel like this is something that comes up fairly often in different circumstances. We're talking specifically about the membership here, but. Dylan, you know, you were saying, oh, yeah, why not let someone gift it? Like, why wouldn't you let someone gift it if they bought it and they said, "Ah, I don't think I'm going to use this. Can I give it to someone else? In my mind, that's an opportunity to bring someone else in and potentially have a customer for life. So at at my facility, we have, we're so liberal about it. It doesn't expire. You want to give it to someone else. Great. No problem. We just want somebody to float. And I do think personally that that's important with where we are as an industry, because the more people that float, that we're kind of in that moment where we need more people to float. So where would it be good to be strict on that? Because I don't see where it would be good to say, no, you can't share that with anyone. You have to use it.
1: I was going to say, if you have a two-float center that's at 100% occupancy <laughs> in New Hampshire, you should be more strict.
0: <gasps> I let them float. Do. Yeah, I let I them float. I, so... <laughs> I have a different take. <laughs> I think, um, I have been over backwards many times. Sandra and I, my, my wife co-owner of the flow shop, we have been over backwards so many times that have burnt ourselves out, that have risked our financial stability at our business that we do have a certain amount of, okay, we need to make this amount of money or we need to have this amount of time off. Ideally, uh, we, we've learned that we can't always be burning ourselves out. We can't be breaking our backs for people all the time. We still want to be able to bend, but we can't break. And so when Gloria talks about sharing that, it brings me to the complexity of our One Simple Membership, which is that we offer a very low price to float. Uh, Similarly, uh, it's $59 a month, and then I believe it is $39 for every float after that. So a very low price. There are little things like it is not a shareable membership. And I think we're going to actually change that or we're going to put on a premium so you can share it with a a spouse or a loved one or what have you. Uh, But currently, because we're like going, hey, listen, we are doing you a solid. You sign up for this and you're going to get dirt cheap float. We take care of you. You also get discounted massage, yada, yada, yada. And the flip side is we need to make sure we're taking care of ourselves by offering you this. And so the reason that I start questioning it is just like... uh, I don't know, you put something out on the internet and people like hack it instantly, like they'll find the loopholes or what have you. Uh, That used to happen with coupons a lot that people would put online and then they get like a thousand free double whoppers or I don't know, whatever. Uh, Similarly, my brain starts going like, how could somebody take advantage of this? Not that a lot of people will do that, but you just want to look out for it. So that that's what occurs in my head. When when you start having a specific strategy for how you're making money, you gotta make sure that you're not doing things to poke holes in it. To, to yeah,
1: and you have to create room to bring on the spouse as a member, right? Because I like the idea of having the premium, right? Mm-hmm. So that you're you're doing something, but to just like have it shareable is not a great long term strategy, right? Now with the gift cards at the end of the year, you know, one could argue that it's kind of the same thing, but that's not something like I said we advertise a lot. Mm-hmm. And if somebody has a lot, we want them to give them away, right? We want to expose people. So it's kind of an exception. It's not part of the the offer.
0: But it also has a cap to it. It's twelve, yes. right? Yes. So like they're not buying them at the thirty nine dollar price. Correct. It's twelve. And if they actually enjoy floating, that's they're right. using some of those up and then their spouse can only, you know, you know, It starts becoming way too complicated for somebody to take advantage of. Uh, just another little note on our, I feel like just another asterisk uh, for our membership is if you show up at the same time with as somebody, you do get the membership pricing, which I think has been really fun and cool. So they can bring friends in and get people to start trying out floating at a really discounted price. Got and it. then what happens is the friend goes, I want to show up, but I don't always want to show up with you. Mm-hmm. So I want to sign up for the membership. And it, it works out really that lovely. makes sense.
2: With, with as far as it goes with couples, do you ever find because this definitely happens where I'm at, that it's in one person's name, but then the other like after a certain amount of floats, then the other person just books in the other person's name and now they're technically not on the membership, it's the spouse, but they're getting the you know what I mean? They put it in the yeah. deal, so then they're getting it and I you know, again I'm liberal I'm like, ah, well, whatever. Yeah. I let it let it go. But technically I should say, No, you're not on the membership, it's you and Time right. will
0: grizzle you, Jerrell. Yeah.
2: Yes. <laughs> yes. Maybe that's and you're an the case, East Coast right? guy.
1: You sh- I'm surprised that you're as liberal uh, as you uh, are. But uh, yeah, I mean, to me, we have to have the person who's in the tank under their name, right? So we're strict and, and like, about that. I would
0: say that mine... whoever's in the tank that has to be their name. It can't be the spouse's name. And it's also good for, like, looking up their float history. You know, every, time, every yeah. once in a while somebody wants to check that out or you want to know, have they been in this tank before? So yeah. do I need to give them an intro, which is great to do before people walk in? Then then you know uh, what kind yeah. of intro to give them. we are um, rigid on that. You, you can have shareable memberships. Like, MindBody Online does that. I believe Helm does that as well. Yeah. So, you know, you, you give me your name. It still links. Like, it's all good. Uh, not, nothing too wild. I think we covered it. I think we've talked about some good... To, to membership or not to membership in conclusion drew what what's going on in your head what what have you walked away from with this uh this no report? this is good
2: because i'm gonna kind of sometimes the best thing to do is nothing at all and i think you guys are right and i'm um one of the things that i think i'm good at is taking information from other people and saying hey maybe that's a good a good point and i do think it's a good point you're right why not just hold tight I'm close to getting that third room done. See what happens. Maybe this is a non-issue with that third room and someone can get in within five to seven days. No big deal. Right. Right. Maybe that opens it up and I don't know what will happen with that third room open. So since it's so close, why not just wait and see and then I can move forward from there. Yeah. Yeah. So I appreciate this. This was, I've been thinking about this for a long time and um, I definitely am weighing the pros and cons, but I think maybe doing nothing right now. I was ready to do this in the next couple weeks. So um, this was a good, yeah, this was a good topic because intervention, intervention it was float (laughs) intervention. Now I'm going to hold tight and I'm going to see what happens and I can report back in a later episode and see if I still think that we need to do that.
1: I also think in later episodes, Dylan, it might be a good idea for us to have a, a part two on this where we talk about to tier or not to tier. Yes. And also, Gloria, that was also value adds. Oh, cool. You know, okay. What's included in a membership? What are all the things that you give, right? The yeah. perks.
0: That's great. You we know, as as we were talking tonight. tonight, it started becoming clear there are differences. And yes. let's talk about our strategies and why we're doing those strategies and make help people make the most educated guesses if they're just creating one or uh, best adjustments to their current memberships. Because like, like Drew's situation is different from mine and mine is different from yours. And let's, right. let's address those things to, to get to those details. I like that a lot. And yeah, the tiers, I've got a lot to say about the different tiered memberships as well. So that sounds like a great, great app. Is there anything else you wanted to share about to, to membership or not to membership? Which, that's got to be the name of our episode now. Gloria, right, right. Like that. Yeah.
1: I'd say the only thing uh, that probably makes a little bit of a difference for me is that I am a multi-location, hmm. um, membership, so my membership goes across all locations and I think there's a whole accounting discussion we could have on that too, where you know you have to really step back. We talked about my books earlier. I mean, it's a full-time job to kind of say this person's a member here, but they floated at the other location. so now this location oh. owes this location money Oh. It's a very complicated accounting
0: issue. We'll bring a guest comedian on for that episode <laughs> right. to punch it up. Uh, yes Wow. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, Very fascinating conversation. I'm really enjoying these get-togethers. This is awesome. Uh, Let's see here. I've got a few thanks. Uh, No, Kim tonight. uh, On in the background. Kim, thanks so much for taking show notes. Uh, Everybody, thank you so much for listening. Uh, Our goal is obviously to help your float center, to help you run a successful float center. So I hope this episode was helpful in that. And uh, thanks to those of you who are supporting us on Patreon. It means a lot to us and uh, helps helps support the show and also uh, should help you in your business as well. Go to patreon.com forward slash art of the float and learn what Patreon can do for you. What a fun tagline. I'll probably never say that again. And um, let's see here. I think that's it. Uh, Thanks to Float Helm. Thanks to... Float away. And uh, again, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye. Awesome. <laughs>